Hey guys, this is Kyle and Lauren with Steadfast Marriage Podcast. Listen, we want to thank you so much for tuning in to today's episode. Would you do us a favor and share this podcast on your social platform? Lauren and I want to get this content into as many homes as possible. And our promise to you is that all conversation will be Christ-centered and authentic as we talk all things marriage, parenting, and personal finances. So let's get started. Welcome to the latest episode, episode five of the Steadfast Marriage Podcast. We are absolutely thrilled that you are listening with us today. Hey, before we go any further, we've got some really exciting news that I'm going to let Lauren share with you. Hey, everyone. We are so excited to be able to bless three couples with a special date night. So no matter where you are, we are going to find a date night in your location. And the way that you can enter in for the giveaway is to follow us on our Facebook and our Instagram. There you could search us by looking up Steadfast Marriage Podcast and you can like both of those places. And then also we'd like for you to comment on our latest post. As soon as this episode is released, we'd like you to comment on there what the Lord has spoken to you in any of our um, episodes. So anything that, that the Lord has done in your life, we'd love to hear about it. And so simple as that. And we just want to bless you. It's actually in honor of our 11th anniversary that we celebrated last Saturday. We just thought it would be fun to bless someone with a date night. So three couples, you get to go out on the town and uh, we're excited to do that for you. Yeah, I cannot wait, cannot wait to see uh, who our lucky recipients are. Listen, just a disclaimer tonight. Okay. We are sitting on our deck as we're recording this. Uh, it is a, a cooler night. Uh, it feels like a fall temperatures and we live in the woods. We are not in the city. So if you hear crickets or you hear cars going by, uh, again, we're this is real life here. We're just sitting out on the patio uh, connecting with our friends is what it feels like. But I want to get into uh, tonight's episode and, and the idea, the heart behind this episode was really birthed out of a number of conversations uh, just in um, – in conversation with people that have brought to light situations within their marriage. And the Lord has really opened Lauren and I's eyes to uh, the idea that a number of marriages just are, are not on the same page. And that can be from uh, what seems like small everyday situations, uh, or it can be uh, when it comes to the, the paths that they're on in their lives. And so we really want to uh, hammer down. We're going to I guess from a, a, a very high level view, we're going to talk about this. And if this morphs into a, a series and we do uh, two or three more episodes from it, that that's great. But we're going to talk about what to do when you and your spouse are not on the same page. What do you do when you and your spouse are not on the same page? And again, this can be... Uh, excuse me, this can be anything from uh, very small decisions. It can be spiritual. It can be uh, physical. It can be emotionally. And let's face it, as human beings, you and your spouse are two very different people. You're two very different people. You'll bring different perspectives into uh, certain decisions and aspects of your life. But also, as as we know through Scripture, at, at the very core of who we are, we're sin-filled people. We are uh, selfish people by nature. Now, now, listen, some of us may be a little <laughs> more selfish as it comes, but even the best of us, we are selfish at our core. And so uh, we're going to talk about ways to uh, ways to make sure that if we are on two different ends of the spectrum, what are we doing to make sure that we're not giving the enemy a any ounce of a foothold 
uh, into our marriage. And make no mistake about it. Listen, if you're on the other side of this, the enemy is after your marriage. He is he is out to to break up, to tear down and destroy a God-ordained marriage. And here's why. Because a, a married couple who is sold out, uh, surrendered to the Lord is a force to be reckoned with. And they are an absolutely dynamic resource for building God's kingdom all throughout this world. So the first thing is this, okay, in order to not give in, in the enemy a foothold into your marriage, the first thing is this, you're going to pray. And you may say, okay, Kyle, that's, that's great. Well, I'm already going to check out because this is going to be, uh, this is going to be, you know, uh, the one, two, three steps, the right? one, two, three steps, no meat, no right. substance, mm-hmm. right? Hear me on this time and time again, you hear people say, well, there's nothing else to do, but pray. Well, we can't do anything else. So we'll just mm-hmm. pray. Right. Yeah. How often do you hear that? Right. Prayer should not be your last resort. Prayer should be option number one. Yeah. Prayer should determine everything. And prayer with belief that he's going to change the situation. Mm. You can't just pray, okay, God, you know, fix this person he's, you know, I have to live with. No, you have to pray and believe. And it's not praying that you'll change, he'll change the other person. Maybe that's in order, but maybe just praying that his will is done in this situation that you're facing and believing that it can happen. Listen, we serve the God of the impossible. We serve a God of restoration. We serve the God of breakthrough. And he is, he is deeply in love with you and and cares about every aspect of your life, especially your marriage. So I want to encourage you first, as I, as I said, to pray, but listen, here's what that looks like. Okay. Uh, praying, you make a regular habit to not only pray for your spouse, but make a regular habit to pray with your spouse, okay? The other side is this. If you are in the middle of conflict, uh, James chapter 1, verse 19 says to be quick to listen and then slow to speak and slow to get angry, okay? So if you are in the middle and you're just you're at a, a very big crossroads with your spouse or maybe you guys have a big decision to make and you guys are just not uh, on the same page yet, Pray that over you, Lord. Help me to be what you uh, what you show us in James chapter one. Help me, God, to be slow uh, to speak. Help me to be slow to get angry, but help me to be quick to listen. Okay, this is our battle plan. This is how we fight the spiritual battle, uh, and this is this should be option number one. God, give me wisdom. I know we've got a big decision, or you know what? Maybe I'm. I maybe you're truly getting the raw end of the deal, right? I mean, how many times have you prayed? <laughs> Come on, tell them. How many times have you prayed for me when I I needed a little, a little, you know, lovely tap on the backside, <laughs> right? God, give me wisdom. Give me grace. Help me to walk in the grace that you've uh, extended and shown me. Okay. Mm-hmm. And then pray blessing. God, bless my spouse. Give favor to them. Give them wisdom. Pray protection over them. Okay. But that is the first and should be the first thing that you do. First thing that you do. Second point is this. Give it to him, Lord. Communicate daily. And I know that we have talked about this. We actually did one whole episode on communication, but we're going to talk about um, communicating when you feel like you're not on the same page. So that is daily communication is obviously important. Mm. And we covered that. But when you're not on the same page, you need to sit each other down and say, okay, I am not understanding, you know, what you're saying or what your goal is, what your dream is here. Can you explain it to me? Yeah. Let's let's talk about it so we both understand and we both have a plan moving forward. Yeah. Um, I mean, we even had that last week. Mm. A simple little misunderstanding, honestly, was it was regarding, about the podcast. <laughs> it was regarding our <laughs> podcast, but we were planning and we're working together on yeah. it, and yeah. we weren't 
connecting the dots together. And now we were able to sit down and say, okay, what are we, what does this look like? What what is your dream? What is the Lord speaking to you on this? And what is he speaking to me? And let's put it all out there and make sure we understand each other. And I think that's often where communication fails because when you get frustrated with the other person, you can just shut it off and stop talking about it because you're not getting through. Um, And that we encourage you to push through that and to actually get somewhere with that conversation. Yeah. Yeah. That conversation you talk about, there was, I don't want to say tense, but there was a you could feel tension because we weren't connecting, right? Right. It could have been, it actually could have been a moment of complete shutdown. Yeah. And and it was on our anniversary. On. <laughs> We're in the car chatting about it, but, and we could have just completely moved on and said, okay, well, it is what it is. Yeah. But we didn't. We had to stop and say, okay, what is it that we're, yeah. we're getting at? What is our goal yeah. here? What is the Lord wanting to do yeah. through us in this situation? And here's, here's why it's important to push through. And I will tell you this as someone who is uh, non confrontational. Uh, if you are not used to uh, breaking through those uncomfortable moments, um, it will be uncomfortable for you. It will be something that you have to work at and do it time and time again until it becomes second nature. But it's critical because of this. If you walk away when there's uh, dots are not being connected, you are now going to sow seeds of frustration into your marriage. Mm-hmm. And you will be frustrated. You'll go away frustrated. You may go to bed frustrated. And it may seem like it goes away temporarily until the next uh, next argument or next uh, miscommunication comes up and then all that frustration is going to begin to mound and before you know it you have a tidal wave of frustration at your spouse that could have been eliminated by one simple communication one communication yeah and and that's where you have those big blow-up moments so if you can avoid those by handling it in the beginning then you wouldn't have those big blow-up moments yeah and you going back to uh you know the first aspect we talked about is praying, right? And and James chapter one says to be quick to listen. If you are quick to listen while you're communicating with your spouse, you're going to pick up even on things that they're not saying, right? Mm-hmm. I can tell Body you, language. right? I, I, if I come home, how was your day? I can tell you it was a great day, but my eyes, my face, my countenance, well, everything else could tell the truth. And you at times have said, yeah, but what else is going on or what else is there, right? right? Because you were listening and you were quick to listen and you were communicating, but you were hearing more than what I was just saying. Right. Right. So have your eyes wide open, guys and, and, and women, when you're talking to your spouse, because you may pick up on things that um, if you're like me, you're kind of like an onion. And Lauren has to peel me back a, a layer at a time. <laughs> right. And she's gotten quicker at it just over the chop years. right through the middle. No, I'm just kidding. <laughs> get right to the heart of it. Right. But, but now we do. I now, have worked hard to get to that point. Yeah, yeah. But that was uncomfortable in the beginning. We trained ourselves. Right. right? Third thing is this, okay, and and communicating well establishes this next point, but you have to have strong trust in your spouse, okay? I want to start by saying this. If you do not trust your spouse or or trust uh, their opinion, then anything uh, that they uh, bring, any insight that they bring into a conversation is going to automatically be dismissed, which makes all of your communicating null and void. If I don't trust that Lauren has my best uh, uh, intentions at heart, uh, if I don't trust that she is going to take care and make the best decisions for our family or or that she really does know me and she's pointing something out that maybe even I don't see in myself yet, then anything she gives me, I'm not going to receive, okay? And, I, and I, or your, spouse should be, your spouse should be someone that knows you better than anyone, 
right? right. The, your, your spouse should know you better than your mom and dad, better than your family. And I can't tell you guys hear me on this because guys are, we're shut down. And I know, I know my wife's chomping at the bit here to say something, but let me, <laughs> let me get this out. Guys are, are typically very reserved. Okay. Do not underestimate the ability of your spouse who has lived with you, loved you, walked through trials beside you to point out areas in your life that you do not see, right? right? She has she has uh, been given wisdom by the Lord and she will point things out if you will allow her to do that. Right. And when you do have something to point out to the other person, praying about it first, yeah. you know, you want to come at it in a loving way. You don't want to be cutting down and tearing them down and tearing them apart. And, you know, you do X, Y, and Z. It needs to be, um, you know, coming from the Lord that, you know, you're seeing this and you want to help them better themselves mm. to then better your family. Mm. Um, if you see that they're not reading their Bible or they're not, you know, just maybe they're having tough days and it becomes a pattern, maybe, you know, maybe pointing that out and, yeah. hey, why don't you try doing this? Or, you know, I'll I'll take the kids and you go do five minutes of just prayer, whatever you need to do. Yep. Um, those are things that can better the other person. Yeah. And that is, you know, what we're talking about here. The other thing that we want to talk about is if that trust layer has been broken in your marriage mm-hmm. or um, you're just not feeling that you can trust them right now, you obviously need to address that first. Yeah. Yeah. Um, you need to be praying about that situation. Sometimes you do need to bring in a Christian counselor or a pastor to help you learn how to rebuild that trust. And it takes time, but the Lord can do that. He can restore and you need to trust and hold on to that promise that he will restore. You just have to trust and believe that he can do it. And and you each have to do your part. Yeah. It takes two to rebuild that trust mm-hmm. completely because the one who's been hurt needs to receive that the new person is, tr- the other person is trying to regain yeah. that trust and you need to allow that to happen. Yeah. And that's keyword allow. If you if you are the um, the party here who has broken the trust of your spouse, you need to allow them the time necessary to mm. go through the rebuilding process. Yeah, on right? the other aspect, you, you yeah. can't you can't get frustrated because uh, you whether it's uh, infidelity or you've dropped the ball a number of times and the trust is there. You can't get frustrated because you know what now my spouse doesn't. Um, can't lean on me. My spouse doesn't trust me. You have to allow them the time necessary to go through that. First Thessalonians chapter five says to encourage each other and, and build each other up. Okay. That should be the, the lifeline of a marriage, constantly encouraging, constantly seeking how you can uh, walk beside and, and build each other up, be a refreshment. Uh, when, when your spouse is tired, babe, go take, go take five minutes, go get your nails done, go, go get a massage or go get a coffee with your, your, your buddy, whatever it is, encourage one another, lift them up, speak words of encouragement. Let that just be something that just flows in your household. Fourth point is this, to allow your spouse access. I'm going to let Lauren take this one, but allow your spouse access when there is something uh, that they have seen. Take it away. Yeah, and we did touch on this a little bit before, but when you have that trust established, this is a time where um, you're, you know that they can speak into your life and maybe you are lacking intimacy or you're feeling lonely or you're just feeling kind of 
uh, maybe put aside. Maybe the kids are coming first, or maybe other people are coming first, and your your husband or wife is is not, um, and they're feeling they're just feeling that um, distance. Yeah. I would say yeah, separation. Separation. You need to allow them the access to speak that. Yeah. Yeah. yeah and, there's been and explain their feelings. Go ahead. There's, there's been a number of times, if I'm just being really candid, right? We talk about being real with you guys. There's been a number of times, and I think uh, we can all cross a line if you're a very driven personality, where Lawrence had to reel me in. Hey, babe, listen, I know you've had a lot going on at work, or I know you've, you've really put your all in uh, on this ministry project or trying to do X, Y, Z, whatever it is, but but I could really use some us time, or, or the boys could really use a weekend un- uninterrupted with, with dad. And so, having those moments. And listen, there's nothing harsh in that, right? She said it gracefully. She approached it, but it was the simple idea of that conversation that was enough to to realign me right, right. at that time. And the other side of that is if you were not willing to listen, if you didn't give me the access to speak that to you, you could have taken that in a really negative way, yeah, yeah. right? You could have been defensive. I do spend time with them or I'm trying to make money for our family yeah. and X, Y, Z. You yeah. wouldn't say those things, but if you did, yeah. that was that would have been an easy yeah. um, argument that could have been started right there. Yeah, for sure. That's so good. you allowed me the access to say that to you in a way that is loving and open, and you've said those things to me too, or maybe I'm very busy. I have a hard time when I have a lot on my plate, I have a hard time stopping, yeah. you know, yeah. and just taking in the moment yeah. and you'll, you'll, you'll pull me in and give a hug and I'm on, you know, on the road down the, you know, going to the grocery store in my head. I'm like, <laughs> I gotta go get out of here. But you're stopping for the hug. And I'm like, okay, I need to learn to do that. I need to give you that time yeah. and not be so much on autopilot. And yeah. sometimes that can happen. Yeah. Yeah. And listen, and then there may be times, okay. There may be times when your spouse has access to you that they are pointing out things that, that are a hard truth, okay? Allow them the access, be quick to listen, and before you speak, before you speak, take a moment and process, God, is there any is there any truth to this, right? Yeah. More than likely there's truth. They're your spouse, they love you, they have what's <laughs> in, uh, best for you, okay? So is there truth to this and how can I change this or what can I do? Don't take it as they're attacking me. You guys are two in, in one, right? Yeah, you're and on you, the same team yeah, together. Your spouse is there, ordained by God, given to you, for this season. And, and so really look at it through that lens. The last thing is this, and if you hear some cooing here, we've got uh, our two-month-old Elijah h- hanging out with us tonight. So uh, we're, we've got the little guy, we're on the deck, we've got all sorts of, of good stuff going on. But final point is this, be willing to compromise. I, I think on a lot of uh, aspects, you would, you would think it goes without saying, but uh, the the inability to compromise or the unwillingness to compromise within your marriage will lead you to places that you never desired to go. Okay, and here's what I know without going any further in this, that regardless of what highs or successes or mountains you may climb uh, in your personal life or your career, if you do it at the sacrifice of the, the your marriage and the relationship with your spouse, you have lost. So make sure that you are willing to compromise on on some regard. You know, Ephesians chapter 5 verse 21 says, submit to one another out of reverence for for Christ, okay? If you are communicating daily and communicating well, like Lauren talked about, if you have absolute trust in one another, then the compromise should be easy, right? Right. I think about even in in scenarios uh, where, where 
maybe you and I have not fully agreed and I, I don't really have a one off the top of my head, but you're like, oh, you're, she brings a lot of good points. Okay. I have to get her credit here. <laughs> Any, anything where we're going, you know, tit for tat, trying to um, plan or make decisions. There may be times where I'm like, okay, I see that that's good, but I had my head stuck on another way. It's very easy to compromise because again, I know she has my best interest at heart. I know she is a woman after the Lord's heart and pursues him. I know she has my kids best interest at heart. So it's very easy to to compromise. Be someone who is so willing to um, to submit to their spouse that it eliminates the, the possibility for uh, ongoing uh, friction, if you will, in your marriage. Right. And compromise, obviously, when it is a healthy situation, you're not yes. going to compromise yes. if, you know, they're treating you poorly or there's something and you just have to go along with what they say. That That's not what we're talking about. Right, we're right. talking about the healthy compromise of, you know, I wanted to you know, go to this vacation, you want to go to that vacation, where can we compromise right. in the middle? Or right. I would like to get a new car, but instead of getting a brand new car, let's, you know, compromise yeah. and get a, a pre-owned, but it's still just yeah. as nice, yeah. right? Yeah. I mean, yeah. sim- those yeah. those types of things is what we're talking about. Obviously, compromise that is unhealthy or dangerous yeah. or um, makes you uncomfortable Clearly, we right. do not want you to compromise right. in that area. Yeah, no, do not compromise at all when it comes to that. Listen, here's what I want to do as we close. I want to remind you, we are going to bless and we are absolutely ecstatic to do this three couples, okay, wherever you're listening from. And it is it is amazing. We've got, uh, oh, as I look back over this, we've got listeners in five countries in almost 25 states. So regardless of where you are listening from, follow us on Facebook and Instagram, Steadfast Marriage Podcast, okay? And then the post that releases this episode, as soon as you hear this uh, episode, let us know where you're listening from and how the Lord has spoken to you in any of our previous episodes, and you will be entered into this giveaway. But we really do pray uh, that these episodes are a blessing to you, that God is doing something in your life personally and through your marriage. Uh, And we are really excited to to see if you've got testimonies, right? We were just talking about. We can't wait to hear from you. We just, we want to know what he's doing. We want to know what's happening in your lives. And we just want to connect with you, really. Feel free to send a message or a comment. However it is, if God has done something in your marriage, Please don't hesitate. We want to hear it. But until next episode, God bless you, and we will talk to you very soon.